The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Woof! I forgot that we uh, left off in this cathedral of a, of a hidey hole. <laughs> Just happened to end up that way. Oh, it was filled with gravel. That's why we did that. And that's why there's so much gravel and sand on the ground. So many spoiters. An infestation, you can say. But hello and welcome to episode 700. Oh, geez. 700 grass. 741 of the series. Episode 741 of Far Lands or Bust. This is a confusing hidey hole I've constructed here, my friends. Very confusing. Also, I've lost all my dirt. That's a shame. Uh, let's forget about our dirt. Let's grab Wolfie and continue. Ooh, look at those trees. They're touching. Yeah, let's go. Uh, continue west towards those far lands here in Minecraft beta. 1.7.3 Like I said for episode 741 for your Sunday, June 16th, 2019. I almost said 2018. <laughs> it was only six months into the year. It's about time I figured out which number it is. Um, but yeah, we're recording this the day before on Twitch for a live studio audience. And I had an idea, literally moments. Moments before we started, we made note of how the world save, and this is a question, whoop, this is a question people on YouTube ask and things like that. Uh, the world save, like the file size of the world save of the Far Lands or Bust World, 741 episodes in, right now is 27,540, wait, 27,000. 540.23 megabytes. That's how big it is. Interestingly, we're also raising money for charity at farlandsbus.com and we're currently at $25,520.33. I noticed, my, my brain of brains noticed how similar those numbers looked. And perhaps... Either I can devise some sort of idea for the remaining time of this season or for future seasons. Previously, we just created charity goals like oh, $50,000, oh, uh, $8,200, uh, based on kind of either random numbers or numbers of like the last F3 number I think we did before. Um, that's That's a good one. That's a good one. What if the charity goal is the size of the Far Lands or Bust world save? Hear me out. You might be thinking, but Kurt, every time you record an episode, the megabytes, they rise. They get bigger. True, true. So therefore, it would be a race. Can the Farlanders, that's you, raise enough money to match and overtake the world save file size in Minecraft. That way, 
Did I fall out? I fell out! Uh, <laughs> that way. <laughs> I'm I'm very good at boating. Uh, that way, it's sort of a an ongoing incentive. Obviously, I want to raise more and more for charity. So in order to do that, I need to keep playing more and more Far Lands or Bust and make that file size bigger and bigger. Obviously, you guys want to reach the quote-unquote end of the season, the goal, so that we do a flabathon and I press F3. A little, a little tit for tat, if you will. I don't know if that's the right terminology, but it sounds funny, so I'll say it. Um, so yeah, that, like, literally, this is the, the entire breadth of the wild that I've thought of this. So, everybody's got their conspiracy theories in chat right now about how it wouldn't work or problems or how to fix it or make it actually work. I don't care. <laughs> it's a good sounding idea and that's where we'll leave it. On a very surface level, unexplored and uncomplicated note. So yeah, I'll think about that. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So yeah, so Cone is asking, so every time they overtake there's a flabathon? Yes! But then of course every time there's a flabathon, the charity goal starts at zero again. Um, so it it's maybe only good for, <laughs> you know, once every year or so, but it's certainly... It's certainly better than saying $50,000 and then, like, we've been a little bit stuck here for the last two years on Season 7 trying to raise $50,000. And then when I put little little things like, oh, for this amount, I'll do this if we reach 50% or 40% and maybe only one or two people get excited about that, but they can't be responsible for meeting, re reaching the uh, intermediary goals. So, yeah. That's an interesting thought, Kurt. Thanks, Kurt. You should explore that further. I will. Meeting adjourns. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, speaking of the charity, farlandsandbus.com is where you can donate, and when you do donate, in addition to giving me wacky, crazy ideas like this, you can uh, ask a question, and I will answer that question in a future episode of Farlands or Bust. In deeds. What else is new? Uh, I went to that car show. Remember I mentioned that car show? I went to that car show with the Corolla. Boy howdy, the Corolla, it drives. And it doesn't leak coolant, despite not having a coolant overflow tank. I suppose if anything were to happen, that's what it would do. Um, but yeah, it was like a two-hour drive to the... Um, the car show place from where I live and I took all the back roads. Normally it would have been like a one hour drive on the highways, but I took all the back roads because I do not feel comfortable driving the Corolla on the highways because I cannot keep it up to speed. I can, but it's scary. <laughs> it's a, it's an experience indeed. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it made it there and back. Very fine. Uh, and it was a good show. It was like I said, it was a, a pre-1988 Japanese and European import car show, which there aren't that many of. Um, probably because that demographic of quote-unquote classic car, they're not really into car shows more so than doing other things with their cars. Um, but it was interesting. Uh, I, it was all right. I don't, I don't know. 
and I've had this conversation with Lab Tech, but not Lab Tech, uh, uh, Less Cubes, like your dang name, start with L, um, about how, like, yeah, car shows are, like, maybe interesting to go to as an attendee, but when you bring your own car, especially if you're by yourself, <laughs> like, if I was there with, like, a club or, or other people who had the same type of car or whatever, maybe that would be different, but um, it's kind of like, well, here I am, <laughs> and then you just sit sit down on a lawn chair and 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 eat some grapes, because that's what I did. My girlfriend brought some grapes. I mean, that was good spending the day with my girlfriend and sitting outside. But um, but yeah, I was also it was the only 1977 or even honestly even like first, second, or third generation Corolla. Uh, I don't think there were any other ones. No, I'm I'm like thinking with my brain place, and I'm pretty sure there were not any 70s Corollas. There were early 80s Corollas, um, like the KE, I don't know what they are, the 55, 50s or something like that. Um, but those were all, there was one right behind you. Oh, oh, well, I don't know if I count that one. That one had a not bolted in, bolted in, bolt in roll cage. And um, yeah, there's a, I also don't feel like I fit in. <laughs> there's a, there's a certain type of person. If I can generalize and stereotypicalize who owns old Japanese or European cars, for the majority's sake, and uh, and they're normally modified cars. Um, all the other Corollas I'd saw seen had like engine swaps. What am I trying to do here? Elevated hidey hole. Oh, I don't got no dirt. That's the problem. And um. You know, stanced, lowered, and stanced, and tiny angled-out wheels, and and bolt-in roll cages, those sorts of things. So to have a pretty much mostly stock Corolla was interesting, and I had some people coming by being like, "Oh, this is unexpected," because it is unexpected at the car show. And I remember these, or "Ooh, is this this the original paint?" No. That's a good interior, except for the carpet. Um, but that was the level of interest to it. So, um, yeah, that was that was tough to like. I didn't like. I don't done. Let me go to sleep. And awakeness and musings about car shows. Uh, so yeah, it was certainly a different demographic than what you probably think when you think of car show, like a parking lot with like the old wingadinga cars and like rich baby boomers and their 57 Chevys or Camaros or Mustangs, so many Mustangs. Um, so yeah, it was it was a younger demographic, but it was not. I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't my style. I guess. Um, I mean, there's a few, I mean, there's obviously anomalies. I'm, I'm an anomaly. I myself am anomalous. Um, but the vast majority were, 
kind of the 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 not even the Fast and Furious because it was pre eighty eight, but like the the stance nation and uh, you know the the muffler deletes and the lowered engine swaps and etc cetera, etc cetera, and like the type of people who 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 would sand all the paint off and let it quote unquote patina patina <laughs> um to make it look more rough than it should be um yeah no uh so yeah that was i don't i don't know what to call that scene uh but it was there i mean and there's also like very well restored somewhat you know certainly there were a few 240z's um and and a couple celicas first gen celicas uh and of course the vast amounts of Volkswagens and BMWs that were like faithfully restored but the vast majority were modified heavily modified uh sort of I don't even know what to call them chum buckets <laughs> um that uh I don't know we're not we're not really my scene um but it was interesting to do that nonetheless I would be interested in like going to one of the wingadinga car shows to see how it stands out there in that kind of different context <laughs> the Corolla that is um so that would be interesting but yeah I, I guess I'm gonna agree with less cubes here that attending car shows maybe to like see some cool cars neat but participating in a car show uh maybe you know and getting you know having to be there the entire time <laughs> not really not really uh not not too much my cup of tea but this this probably was the most fitting obviously car show to have participated in specifically for a pre-88 Japanese car um but yeah anyway that's how that went that's how that went lab tech did stop by we did have one farlander stop by and seat the Corolla um and uh yeah that's about that's about where that cookie crumbled that's about where that cookie crumbled and the Corolla made it back just fine and dandy uh and 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 marvelously without any sort of issue at all uh roundabouts are scary <laughs> with a manual transmission car with a let me specify with a 75 horsepower manual transmission car <laughs> Because it's like, am I stopping? Am I going? What gear should I be in? Am I ready to go? Oh God, is that what's that car doing? Roundabouts are just horrible in general, but we've already had this discussion. Indeed, um, and yeah, that's about it. That's about that's about all I did last weekend. And then there was my birthday, which is when I got super angry at the SVX for the window driver side window regulator not working and attempting to fix it and failing to fix it but today I think or yesterday I think I finally fixed ish it <laughs> it's it's whoops it's good for for at least a little bit the window rolls up and stays up it rolls down not all the way but I'm not gonna play with it too much because I don't want bad things to happen so uh 
Indeed. That's still a work in progress. Still, the, the radiator also cracked through the, the, the patch I'd last put on it, so I've repatched it as well today. But anyway, but anyway, we'll do separate videos about that. Um, let's answer uh, perhaps some questions from donors to Direct Relief. Farlandtobus.com is where you can donate to Direct Relief Charity. That'd be much appreciated. I bet you can't beat the amount of megabytes the world has, 27,540. Mmm. Mmm. The, the gauntlet has been tossed thusly. <laughs> Small batch with their donation just before the stream. Uh, before I started recording this on stream, asks, Do you like cop shows? <laughs> Sorry, I just thought of Airplane. Do you like gladiator movies? Um, do you watch mysteries? What's a cop show? Like cops? Huh. Yeah, Wolfie was about to start singing. Or like fictionalized cop shows. Uh, do you watch mysteries? Law and Order is what there's is that that is the only that's the only cop show. I don't have cable or any TV to watch that and also not really. <laughs> I mean, I I watched through Broadchurch, which is I guess kind of a detective mystery show um with with one David Tennant <laughs> um and that was good. It was really depressing, though. But it did feel like just a very long episode of Law and Order. Because it included, like, oh, the the investigation and detectives and the mystery and the clues and then the the the, the, the judge, jury, and uh, Judge Judy. The whole uh, trial aspect of it and everything. Uh... But yeah, I don't, mm, eh, I'm not huge on those sorts of shows. I'm not huge on any sorts of show right now. I'm not watching anything. It's just, it's too daunting to be like, here's a show with three seasons and, you know, 28 episodes you'll need to watch. It's like, really? <laughs> I can't, I can, can't invest in that sort of thing. I don't I don't have the the gumption to say yes I'm going to watch this entire show from beginning to end. Um but yeah no I never really I know I was never really a law and order person. There uh, for some reason the new hipster thing is is uh what do they call them? True crime. True crime dramas or or sorts of shows. I don't know why everybody is like into those. They like have them in their profiles and stuff. I don't know what they are really. Um, I know there's like famous podcasts that are true crime podcasts and things like that, but I don't. I can't get into that either. I don't really mind uh, knowing about the horrible things that happen in the world. Um, so, no, <laughs> not really. But thank you very much for the donation and the question. 
Daniel Flamino asks, have you ever thought of living in another country? Um, not at length. It would be neat and perhaps interesting. But I feel like even just like in the United States, like choosing different states or cities or areas are... You can pretty much get yourself into a situation that's like a different country. Uh, I mean, this, the, the differences between Phoenix and Seattle are pretty stark. Between Chicago and Seattle. It's, it's, it's a completely different hemisphere, practically. But I think my biggest thing about living in a different country is... For my own sake, it would have to be somewhere where English is still the primary language because I do not know other languages and I do not learn them. My brain no learn language. Me fail English. Impossible. So yeah, it would have to be something like... Who else speaks English? <laughs> um, I don't know. Australia? Uh... I don't want to live in the UK, but like maybe the non-England UK countries, maybe. Um, oh dang, I'm running out of dirt again. Some more dirt. Canada seems too much like the United States to say. I mean, other than health insurance. Um, it's also expensive and difficult to live in another country, like legally. And also, like, if you want to come back to the United States to keep those sort of records in order. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think I, 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 that, like, visit, yeah, live for, like, visit for, like, as a tourist for, like, a month or something like that, sure. But, like, dedicate to, like, I'm moving here now. Um, probably not. Let's go to sleep. <laughs> And a weakness. And a weakness. Do they speak a lot of English in, in Iceland? Iceland? Or, you know, those other island countries in the north of Europe? Sweden? Norway? Whatnot? Need more boats. Need more boats. They speak ice. <laughs> Ice, baby. Um, let's look at another question here before I start, like, saying incorrect things about other countries and cultures. Andrew asks, if you could learn any statistic about your life, what would it be? For example, it could be about how much coffee you've drank or overall sleep you've received, etc. Hmm. Like, it would be interesting but not enough to put in the effort to track those sort of things. And I'm assuming you're asking, theoretically, if I could just know um, by asking without, like, having to buy a Fitbit or anything. Like, that's, like, I'm, I, it is kind of interesting to, st like, statistics, <laughs> statistically speaking, to, like, have that information. But I, I'm not somebody who's going to own a, 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 one of those data tracker watches or smart watches that like tells you how much you're sleeping or how many steps you've taken or what your altitude is and stuff like that and pulse k 
calories burned. Um, I mean, yeah, time, time, people are saying, like, time spent in FLOB. Yeah, you can, like, directly look that up. Can you still? It used to be in, in YouTube, uh, you know, I do realize and understand that YouTube, when it has a good feature, they tend to get rid of it. Uh, but it used to be that on YouTube playlists, you could see how many hours and minutes the videos contained in a playlist are actually, like, the total. So you can look at all the seasons and then add up the flobathons, and you can get a good estimation about how many hours and minutes I've played in the Minecraft Far Lands Bust World, and that's that's interesting. Um, I do remember my my grandma, as grandmas do, for whatever reason, was tracking how much oatmeal she ate, <laughs> like just like. She would have a jar and like, oh, this this contains this many cups or whatever. And then when she finished it, she'd write it down. And like, I remember her telling me like, this year I ate this many pounds of oatmeal. And it was like, obviously a large amount if you eat oatmeal every morning. I eat oatmeal every morning. I'm not keeping track. I, uh, I did just go through a whole 12 pack of, of the gluten-free Quaker Oat package that you can buy at Amazon.com. Um, so yeah, I suppose it's interesting, but I don't know what I would need to know. Like, I don't know, I even need to know or be curious to know. It's also, it also comes with a bunch of perspectives. So like, yeah, you could say, you drank 17,000 gallons of coffee in your life. It's like, ooh, that sounds like a lot. Well, yeah, at once, hearing it all at once is a lot, but over the course of umpteenth thousand days that you've been drinking coffee in the morning, two or three cups, whatever. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, and I have no idea how close that number would be, uh, but maybe, perhaps, I don't know. Thank you very much for the donation in question. Oh, I'm gonna sneeze. <coughs> How many sneezes you've sneezed in your entire life? Woo, buddy. A lot more this year because of this dang dryness and grass pollen everywhere. I tell you what. Claritin. Doing nothing. The antihistamines, they do nothing! Mate, mate, tothe, mate, toth? I am sorry for your, mispronouncing your name? <laughs> it almost sounded like I was about to apologize for their name. I'm sorry that's your name. No, I'm sorry I probably mispronounced your name. Uh, but you asked, are you aware of speedrunning games like speedrunners? Are you aware of speedrunning games? Do you find them interesting? Which game is your favorite to watch? What game would you speedrun if you felt like speedrunning one? I'm aware of speedrunning games. Um, mostly thanks to one Seth Bling and his Mario hacks speedruns. Um, but yeah, of course, then there's AGDQ. A, 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 yeah, AGDQ. <laughs> I, had to, I had to spell out the words in my head so I knew I was getting the acronym right. 
Um, and I saw like a few times ago somebody speed ran, speed runned uh, the original Tomb Raider for the PlayStation, which was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think speed running is for me. Clearly, since I'm deciding to take the slow route to the Far Lands, and no, I will not be taking the Nether because it's eight times faster. It's still boring and dangerous and can't take Wolfie. And also, it's about enjoying the overworld. The, the sun on your face. The breeze on your skin. The dried shrubs scratching your calves. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't think any sort of speed run. There is, I mean, there are games that are like intended to be speed runned, rant, runned. Round, uh, like Lovely Planet, like the Lovely Planet games, like that's kind of fun because that's the way the game is designed. You want A to be able to complete it in the set amount of time, but also like get your times lower. I like basically whenever I would just beat it, I'd be like, that's good enough for me. Let's go to the next level. So I wouldn't ever go back and keep replaying and replaying and replaying. Um, there is Lovely Planet 2, the sequel is coming out soon, I believe next week. And the developers were kind enough to give me a copy. Uh, I do believe that's the 18th is when I can finally play that, so I might do that on Twitch, uh, if I'm streaming on a Tuesday. So yeah, that, that sort of stuff is fun, but would I, like, competitively, like, try to beat a record? I already have one of those. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. No, and I'm I'm I I guess I'm just not into the repetition. Like when I do something, I'm like that's all I want to do. Like it was very rare of me to play the original Tomb Raider multiple times uh or Hellblade multiple times. Hellblade's a good game. Could it be speedrunned? Probably, and I'm sure it has been. Do I want to? No. Not really. But thank you very much for that question. That was a good one. I don't know if we've ever gotten that one before. I'm sure we've gotten a question about AGDQ and like, oh, what games do you like seeing done or whatever. Um, my favorite speedrunning game is GeoGuessr. Yep, totally speedy run that one. As in take an hour per round, but get perfect 25,000 points. Perfect job. Not about the speed, it's about the perfection. So yeah. Are racing games speedrunning games? <laughs> like getting better lap times and things? Are they? They could be. Kind of. Sort of. Probably not though. Hmm. That is truly a philosophical quandary to place upon you. Are racing games speedrunning games? Every time you do a hot lap in a Seto Corsa, are you speedrunning it? I know I'm not because I'm terrible, but are other people? Perhaps. Perhaps indeed. And perhaps you'd like to go to Farlands or Bust and donate to Direct Relief Charity. I do appreciate everybody who has and continues to do. Um, 
maybe I'll come up with some sort of vast proclamation about this flawless and woo! Ooh, that was a good one. This flawless idea about chasing the uh, the megabytes, the size of the world save, and maybe then we'll do a, a flabathon with F3. I mean, right now you guys are at five. $25,520. You only got to get to $27,540. That's just $2,020 and 10 cents. And you're there. Y'all could do it and totally ruin my idea before I even get a chance to announce it properly. But uh, yeah, I do appreciate everybody uh, hanging out and watching and I hope you're Enjoying Far Lands or Bust as much as I am enjoying continuing doing it. Some nine, how long have I been doing this? Eight years going, plus some, and then onwards. Onwards! Ooh, this is a nice, neat little panorama. Reminds me of the end of the last season where we built the big tree. It's kind of a nice, a quaint little, little valley. A patch of land, if you will. Ah, Wolfie! <laughs> what, what, what sort of move was that? You nincompoop. <laughs> Not only did he jump down, he right in front of my dang shovel. Got, got hit in the face with a spade. A spade is what people call shovels in other countries. Oop, that's wrong. Indeed. Indeed. So yeah, I do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Boink. And boink boink. Let's make the next episodes... Did I close everything off? Okay, I got scared. I heard that chicken and thought it might have been a creeper. It was not. Beds. We need beds. For the next episodes. Hey. And perhaps another boat. Woof. Ooh, Wolfie's going through puberty. Got deep, deep, deep down, dark voice. Um, yeah, farlinesandbus.com. You can, you can watch these episodes be recorded live on Twitch. My username there is also, surprisingly, Kurt J. Mac. I would appreciate that as well. Check things out. Play other games. We just got done playing, I almost said Euro Truck Simulator. But American Truck Simulator, they added Washington, we drove through Seattle, it doesn't exist in the game. I mean, it does, but you can't drive to it. There's no off-ramp. Um, and, uh, yeah. I hope you uh, have a good day. Ooh, I'm going for puberty too. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. Do you like gladiator movies?